0: Go lower than I ever really thought she could. Face down The top of your booty jiggling out your jeans, baby. Pull your pants up. I like it when I see you do it better than I've ever seen it done before. A lot of women dropping to the ground. But how low can you go? Lower than your mama's ever seen it in a lifetime. Low, so I am posted up kind of like a player do But if you come to the crib Then I might show you girls a thing or two Yeah, I think you a superstar With a ass like that you get What, what's up guys it's so bad it's good with ryan bailey i am ryan bailey it is friday not friday it's friday say it with me friday uh you just turned it off didn't you um folks we, you know we now have come to an end as of this episode of the first week with iheartradio cloud 10 productions and i think it was a dang good week And I just want to thank you so much for I was reading some comments today from some of the interviews and it was just like, damn, you guys are really nice to me and you're so nice to my guests. And that's got to be easy because these guests are amazing. Danny Pellegrino, Heather Gay, Courtney Skipon, Sophie Ross. I mean, just just a dream lineup to talk to. And but 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 more than that, even even when the guests have sucked, you've been really nice. You've been, no, I mean, I really, I'm saying even when the guests have not been as well known as some of these guests, you guys have been so amazing. And I think all of these guests are amazing, but, but just thank you. Thank you for making this so, um, good for me. I was reading some of these comments and it's one of those things I, have I, I realized so much doing this, um, some things that I need to work on, you know, uh, I have a, I have a problem with success. I get weird with that. I also get uncomfortable reading positive things about myself. Um, But I'm trying and it really and I mean, I never want to get used to it. I always want to appreciate it. But it is funny. You know, you, you know, we, I think we all of us, we tell ourselves uh, our minds can like lie to us. And, you know, if you have negative self speak, when you read or hear things, that go against that kind of negative thought process you have in your mind, it can can be kind of uncomfortable, but in the best way possible, because I want to believe more of that stuff than the bull crap that I kind of, you know, have going in my mind. And the only reason I'm telling you this is because I sometimes imagine you guys might be going through the same thing too. Um, And you know, if I can get better, Hopefully you can get better, we can all get better, and then we can watch more reality shows. And today, of course, is Keeping Up with the Kardashian Friday, so we're going to do a recap of this episode. And I gotta, I'm, I gotta, t- I don't want to do it, I don't, I do not want to talk about these ladies today. I will, because I'm a professional, but, but I don't want to, I mean, sometimes I will roll my eyes so hard at the screen that uh that Sherman Oaks uh registered an earthquake earlier this evening I don't even live in Sherman Oaks why did I pick Sherman Oaks I live in West Hollywood I, what that's so why did I even You. anyways sometimes you get too close to a family or you get too close to a reality show and it just sometimes it just feels like work or you're like girl what are you doing like you're not giving us the whole truth. We want the whole truth. And really, all I want to do right now is watch Kathy Hilton. All I want to do is just watch Kathy Hilton nonstop. The girl is just a kook. I think I might even be attracted to Kathy Hilton now. I had a weird dream last night, so now I'm worried about that. I should probably talk to my therapist. Um, but um, And by the way, you guys, when I say I like somebody... It means I like them on the reality show. It doesn't mean that I looked every facet of Kathy Hilton's life up and I agree with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like what has been presented to me. And like a lot of these shows, we go by what is presented to us. So what is presented to me so far in the first three episodes of this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills makes me love Kathy Hilton. It doesn't make her the best person ever. She's probably a horrible person, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay. Like we can like what we see and they could potentially still be a horrible person or, you know, they could be a great person and they could turn into a bad person later. Life is full of ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I, I've just been doing, uh, Kathy Hilton, like, uh, fan fiction, in my mind all day and then i started thinking about things like oh my god if we can get kim richards in there because you know she has because kathy remember kathy and kim were against kyle for a while there's i mean there's this family dynamic i feel if we get if we get paris in there nikki we could do away with all the other housewives and just do the hilton richards Like, just do it like family against family. Uh, Not unlike how I had an idea a couple years ago. You know how Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith live in Calabasas? And I feel like it's the Kardashians in Calabasas and the Smith-Pinkett-Smiths. And I was like, there could be a civil war in Calabasas. Like a fight for the heart and soul of Calabasas. Who do you think will win? Will Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith? or the Kardashians, I gotta say Kardashians, I gotta say, I think Will Smith is scared of Jada Pinkett Smith. I really do. And, and Will Smith God, that red table talk. I need to do a deep dive. Do you guys watch red table talk? It's a Facebook live show with uh, Willow Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith's daughter, and Jada Pinkett Smith's mom. And they, <laughs> they talk around a red, they talk at a red table, which by the way, I was thinking about doing that with my dad. I'm going to visit Bill and Becky Bailey. This weekend Um, I'm going there for my uh, My nephew's birthday um, And uh, I'm very excited to see them So you'll be hearing them finally on the pod I think this is the longest they've gone Without being on the pod Um, So I'm very excited for you guys to hear And I'm very excited to see them Um, But uh, Where What? Where where am I? Who am I? I smell like burnt almonds Am, Am I having a stroke? Okay, sorry guys. Like I said, I am tired. It has been a long week. What I meant was that I was like, I should do like a Red Table Talk with my dad and just have like me, my nephew, and my dad around some sort of Red Table talking like manly stuff, you know? But I mean, do you guys ever watch that? Like Will Smith was on Red Table Talk once and Jada got Will to cry. And I'm like, dude, you do not have to do this, Will. Come on. Um... Anyways, I always fantasize I write fanfiction about the Civil War in Calabasas, which, by the way, if you think about it, would be fascinating. Because remember, they brought uh, Red Table Talk, did the first interview with Jordan, Jordan Woods, Kylie Jenner's old friend, who supposedly cheated with Tristan Thompson. And Jada Pinkett Smith stood up for Jordan Woods. And like, to me, that was like phew, shots fired. Chris Jenner was like, the Calabasas is not big enough for both of us, which by the way, that's not Calabasas is huge, but you know what I'm saying? Um, so, so, uh, we just went around the world there. Didn't we? Anyways, I'm just saying Kathy Hilton, I I did get some emails about this. I love what I'm seeing of her. I did not go back and look at every business deal she's ever done. Obviously, if you heard the Danny interview, we kind of went in Uh, we talked about that a lot and what I love what Danny said was this is that you know you kind of take your cues from Paris Hilton because if we saw if you guys saw that Paris Hilton YouTube documentary it came out that Kathy sent uh, her daughter away to kind of a behavioral camp Um, and she got like kind of abused there and it was just horrifying and But you do get the sense that Paris completely forgives her mom. They have a very good relationship. And you know, if Paris seems okay with it, that would be the number one person who should have a problem with it. And if she doesn't, you kind of take your social cues from that person. And I thought that was such an interesting, great way to look at it. So, um, it'll be interesting. And by the way, Sutton is having kind of a little fall from grace but like i said yesterday amazing face work amazing face work and but but what what i'm trying to do with these shows too is that like what we're three episodes in on beverly hills four episodes in four or five on new york i don't don't write an entire show off uh, i'd say until like eight episodes in then you can write an entire season off but until then like, ride this thing out. It's supposed to be a roller coaster. I think that's why it's it's great to enjoy. And, and how I look at it now is, even if something really disappoints me, there's there's another show that's probably on right after it that's just as good, if not better. In fact, I'm start, I, I'm watching the show Hacks on HBO with Gene Smart, It's a and I'm all proud of myself because it's scripted and it's not reality. Do you guys ever do that, where you think you're like a fucking genius? Because you're watching like a non reality show, you're like, look at me understanding words that are written by somebody. <laughs> I don't even know if I like this show. I think I'm just like that I'm watching a show that's not a reality show. I get like proud of myself. Um, I can't be the only one that feels that way. There's no, you guys have to feel that way, don't you? You feel like you're a fucking genius if you throw on The Sopranos. Like, look at me doing a Sopranos rewatch. Like, <laughs> Like I started Better Call Saul for the first time, I loved Breaking Bad, but for some reason I have never watched Better Call Saul. Here it's amazing. In fact, I, st- I like I was not watching it because everybody kept saying it was amazing. Because then I was like, I don't care. Guess what? I got free will. It doesn't matter. You can say it's amazing all you want. If you keep saying it's amazing, I'm gonna not even watch it even harder. And then you watch it finally, and you're like, God damn it, this is amazing. Dang it. Now this and then. It's like a good book, and, and I w- the only reason I say this is because it, in past tense, because I don't read anymore because all I do is watch TV. But you know that part of the book where it's like a book is like really hard to start when you're like, ah, and then that page where it clicks, and you're like, I can't put this down. I want to see where the story goes. Now that feeling of a book is like scripted television for me, where it's like what episode or what scene is going to click me into a TV show where I need to watch the remaining episodes or I need to binge it like reality shows for me. That's just like that's like air. That's like the drinking water. It's, you know, just breathing, you know, but everything else is kind of hard work. So, uh, but yeah, anyways, I was watching hacks. I thought that was a really great show, but I was very proud of myself for watching this something that wasn't a reality show. Um. Okay, a couple more things before we get into this recap. You heard ludicrous Lady Gaga mashup at the beginning. Uh, we got bad news today for all you Lady Gaga fans. The Chromatica tour, which was supposed, the rumors were that it was going to start at the uh latter half of 2021 now has been pushed back to 2022 so we will not be able to visit chromatica the land of chromatica until then but like i said i said this uh on monday with sophie i don't care i want i just want her to sing the star is born album like can we do that it like you know what i'm saying it's like It's like with Taylor Swift, like she's had three albums now because of the pandemic she hasn't toured behind. So does that mean like Lover, we don't we just don't hear it all in any kind of concert form? Like I had tickets to Loverfest. Yeah, I had tickets to Loverfest and that got canceled. But then at the same time, I kind of want to hear songs from her pandemic albums, Folklore and Evermore, especially Folklore. Like, how's she going to do all this? But uh, so same way. So twenty twenty two, Lady Gaga comes back. But yeah, if Lady Gaga, I just feel like she, all she needs a good. I want to. I just want to hear those Ally songs from Star Is Born. You know. Um, and also Ludacris was in there, and I gotta say, I am I like I love Ludacris as a rapper. Like I know I know it's not like Tribe Called Quest or like, like I know it's not like Jay Z, but he's it's always fun. Like, I don't feel like I feel like that's like party rap or something, you know, um, I don't think he makes rap music anymore. He's just in those Fast and Furious movies, which, by the way, a new fast. I think it's Fast and Furious 9 is coming out June twenty sixth. which is I don't know if that will be the thing that gets us all back in the theaters. Um, <laughs> are you guys like me where you're like, I don't even think those movies need a car anymore. I don't think what if it's just those characters? They're just like, you know, just walking. Like, like it's like, what else can a car do at this point that would really blow you away? Like, I just want, like, an intense kind of independent film vibe from the Fast and Furious movies where Vin Diesel is like, what's going on with my life? I'm so lost. I'm so confused. You know? Um, but I just love that there's this whole genre. And, and my ex used to love Fast and Furious. I, I, those movies are so beloved, I I I I like those movies are so beloved, um. But to me, they they are very silly. So, uh, cause because like I drive a Corolla, like I can't do, like it, it's just impossible. Like I would really appreciate. It's same with those Mission Impossible films. I would just love if sometime like Tom Cruise like did some kind of an, like in character did some kind of thing and then just literally just tore the ass out of his whole body. He's just like, Oh fuck. Cause the human body is not, you can't take that many hits or like, he's just running somewhere and he just gets out of breath. Like I can't run down the block anymore. Tom Cruise can run in every fucking film. And I'm just like, that's just not, you know, like, do you ever think about that? Like if a zombie apocalypse happens or if some kind of date, like I could maybe last a block if i'm running away from somebody if not i'm just screwed and then what do you just give up you're just like okay kill me like i i i've had a nightmare about where a zombie like you can only you can like i would give up so quickly i would give up so quickly um last thing i want to what a, what an opening what a, um, are you guys? do you guys like when it's just me and you do you guys like this um Ben Affleck and J-Lo. So we got this great paparazzi shot today of Ben Affleck smiling, like, in his car. He was, like, kind of, like, this knowing smile. Kind of like he just got laid, a lot of people were thinking. And here's a A lot of people are like, this J-Lo, Ben Affleck thing is staged. It's so staged. Oh, it's all... Like, I don't fucking care. Great. I love it. Guess what? I love stage shit. I love... I watch Hacks and Better Call Saul and those are staged. I love staged stuff. By the way, I if it makes me happy, I don't care. For some reason, the JLo Ben Affleck pictures make me happy. So, so I like it. I like and if they're if they are really doing this, if they think they're pulling a fast one over on us, that makes me laugh cuz that means they're actually spending time talking about how they're going to get us, you know? They're like, "Ooh, what if we what if I came out of your place and then I'm in the car and I'd give this knowing smile." Think about that. That's hysterical to think about. That's a gift in itself. So even if it's staged, to me it's a gift. And if it's real, I mean, that's scary because it didn't work the first time, so there's no way it's going to work this time. But if it's staged, I feel like that's even better. It's more psychotic. There's more room to play there. And when I write the one-act play about Ben Affleck and J-Lo getting back together, you're damn right I'm going to put all of this in that. And it will be staged in my version. This is a staged relationship in my one-act play version of the Benifer rekindling. So we'll we'll of course keep an eye on that. Uh Monday we will be doing uh Beverly Hills, New York, all of that stuff with Sophie Ross. We got another great lineup of guests. Um but but um the other thing, so there is a lot of people coming to this podcast. So hi, hello, you are welcome here. Please stay. Please find out what you like. Uh remember, you do not have to listen to every one of these. I mean, I damn well want you to but you don't and you can you can save these up you can listen to them all at once you can listen to them later uh i know there's a lot of content and that might get people nervous but it's okay you know it's okay put them on at night just let them seep into your brain it's like you know weird asmr but um what i would ask is if you do like it maybe like suggest a friend to try an episode maybe say oh my friend likes this guest you know what i'll start him over this I wanna build this thing, I wanna build Batty Nation. Come on, let's do this. I'm so jazzed where we can go with this. So please spread the word. Um, thank you to all the people that posted on Instagram. That is such a help, thank you. I uh, I really, really appreciate it. Okay, these uh, these flipping Kardashians, you wanna get into this? So So this episode is called The End Part One. And all of a sudden I realized, holy shit, next week is they're saying the season finale, but that would mean it's the series finale, not the season finale. So to me, I was like, whoa, what 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 is what so all of a sudden this snuck up out of out of nowhere. Um I, I just I don't I don't know if I'm emotionally prepared for this, but remember we don't have to be because we do know that they are moving to Hulu. And we had a uh, Us Weekly article today came out that's saying Travis Barker and his family, Alabama, his little 15-year-old daughter that dresses like she's 36, um, they have been filming scenes with Courtney for this reality show. So, I uh, you know, I just, I really wish they had just called it a day. I just... I think there would have been something really special if they did walk away like this instead of just draining every ounce of of our money and our sympathy and our love. You know, there's going to eke it out until there's just one person watching and it's Corey Gamble, you know, and food God, of course. Sorry, I had to take a five minute break. I literally went and looked at myself in the mirror and go, you can do this. Just 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 say your feelings, Ryan, you can do this. It just... It, it's like you just gotta bang your head up against the wall with this family sometimes. Like, I I know they're doing this for, like, financial gain, but is it worth it? Like, I can't tell what's real and what's... I mean, I can definitely tell what's fake, but it's just, like... It, it It makes being insanely rich seem horrible and potentially boring, you know? And that they all are just... It doesn't seem like, you know, here's the deal. Like, they get to hang out with probably a who's who of celebrities, but probably don't know many real people. I mean, one of the only cool things about tonight's episode, actually there were a couple, was that they are they went on vacation in Lake Tahoe, you guys, and it's the same vacation rental that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is doing their Tahoe trip in. So it's like... That was fun. I was like, oh, there's the kitchen that Kyle burnt the salmon in. I was like, oh, there that's where they played two truths and a lie, you know. So I was sitting there like, oh, this is so exciting. <laughs> so um, just to catch up where we are, um, Chloe has been talking about having a surrogate with Tristan. Uh, of course, we have all of these rumors. I don't think they're rumors. I think he actually does cheat on her quite a bit still. Um but there have been a couple ladies that have come out in the press. Uh, one that has not been totally debunked, but two I believe have been de- debunked, and one admitted that she was lying, but that he is a dirty dog. But I would, I would just these these women doing this kind of stuff. It it only it only strengthens Tristan because what happens is this is I thought about this for a good amount of time today was that so these two have been now debunked. So that makes Tristan able to cheat more. And by that, I mean, so two people have been proven false. So Chloe sees that and goes, wow, Tristan is right. It's just all these girls are liars. And then Tristan's able to cheat. And if he get, he won't get caught, because he can just say, oh no, she's lying, just like those other girls are. You know what I'm saying? It almost gives him an excuse to cheat because he can automatically say it's another one of those liar girls, and Chloe would you know, be like, you know what? It's it does happen all the time. It's crazy. So we have that situation, and also just remember Tristan's being a total kiss ass this season. It's very, it's very sad to not not sad to watch. It's just gross to watch. You know. We have the will they or won't they? Even though we know they won't because we see into the future with Travis. The Scott and Court, the scort relationship, um, which they have been hitting this storyline over the head this final season. And it's the only reason the storyline works is because we do know that Scott is with Amelia and Court is with Travis. And it just makes us, if further we know about this is from everything Scott has said this season is that Amelia, no offense to Amelia, even though I don't like her, um, is that we know he's doing this because he's in deep pain about Courtney being with Travis, and the only—I mean—and by the way, the only way he, the only way he can make himself feel better is with a nineteen-year-old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, you know, here's the deal: I think Courtney is pretty bland and boring, and she wishes she was punk rock. And and weirdly enough, I'm starting to think less of Travis Barker as this relationship continues. But I will say. I think I think Scott plays the sympathy card way too much. And he is a lot darker and potentially meaner than we even know. And I think he's kind of playing certain things in his relationship to this family to his advantage. And almost in certain ways, not turning them against Courtney at all, but at the same time putting doubt in these families, uh, family members' heads that Courtney actually will ever make the right decision for herself. I'm so curious to see, I wanna see the other family members interact with Travis. Which by the way, also, uh, so there was that rumor that, uh, because Shanna Moakler, Travis Barker's ex, said that Travis admitted to, or she she caught some information that Kim had slept with Travis Barker back in the day, a long time ago. And Kim came out and said that is completely false. But like, what if it isn't? You know what I'm saying? What if that happened? Which well, is just wild to think about because that does not seem like Kim's type at all. But then I'm like, well, you know, types are meant to be broken, you know? Like, that would be kind of, but like, oof, sloppy seconds, you know what I'm saying? But then I, who knows? Anyways, so we've been dealing with that situation. Also, we found out last week that Chloe and Kris Jenner. They bought matching mansions next to each other, so they are building brand new houses next to each other. Which, God, that's like my mom's dream. If I was like, "Mom, I want to build a home next to you," she's like, "What? Are you kidding me? That's amazing. Let me tell Dad. Um, I should like prank her and say that's happening when I come back to visit." She'll be like, "When did? When were you able to afford a house? I don't get that." Um, So uh, and then we also have this storyline with Kim and Kanye, because earlier in the season, uh, one of the Malikas said, oh, you know, is Kanye running for president? She's like, you know what? I don't want to talk about Kanye. And we we've had a couple hints. Kanye's been in one episode and that was last week's episode. Um, But uh, we've had Chloe also say that Kim is just a really private person. Um, Kim's psychology is fascinating to me she we we saw it with the baby bar she is one of the hardest workers she's so determined she is i think i think she can turn it off like a dime if she wants you out of her life you're out i think she can be very cold at times and i think she definitely worries about her image so much because she actually has one now she actually has the image of her dream right now think about it The Ray J sex tape all the way back in the day, that image helped her, but it wasn't the image she wanted. You know, she was able to use that image to catapult her to catapult her to fame, or at least Kris Jenner was able to use that. But the image she has now, minus Kanye, is her dream image. Cover of fashion magazines. A billionaire almost with skims. Somebody that does charity work for for you know and, and speaks out for prison reform, a beautiful family with beautiful kids. I mean, the only downside is Kanye and Food God, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, but this is worth protecting, I think. And she does stay up at night worrying about this. And we have a very interesting scene uh, talking about the Kanye of it all in this episode. Um, But I guess walking into this episode, it just really confused me because it's it's called the end part one, like I said. So I was like, whoa, we're already here. This is uh, episode 11. So that means it's a 12 episode season. Plus, we know we will get an Andy Cohen reunion. Andy Cohen will be looking back uh, at the entirety of keeping up with the Kardashians, which I would think is this like a six hour reunion then? It's like, how do you sum that up in an hour to two hour show? And try to get good conversation Without it being just some paint-by-numbers bullshit Like, hey Chris, do you remember when uh, you got Chloe a cover? That's a crazy story So, we uh, <laughs> I'm just really, just casual Just sipping my flavor water um, So we open uh, the show and Kim is uh, recording herself. She's like, just a little update, you guys. I'm, I've been sitting here for weeks just doing self-care, just sleeping and studying. Because remember, she finally admitted she had COVID and her whole family did, which I'm still so livid about. Once again, if there are any celebrities listening and you have COVID, tell us. That helps people. That helps people know that this shit was real, you know? Like, Kim, like, let us know if you're going to get vaccinated, all that kind of stuff. So anyways, she's like, look at me. I just, I feel so fresh and, you know, she's like no makeup, but she looks great. She's like... I can't believe I took the baby bar with COVID. That is crazy to me. And she goes, I, I, you know, I got my negative COVID test. And, you know, to be honest, I had to get a few negatives and I can go back to work and filming and the kids are all negative as well. What is she's like, and I think the kids are negative. I haven't talked to them in a couple of weeks. The kids are negative. Um, she goes, the only thing you guys, my back has been super affected. What if she was like, Kanye blew out my back? Do you guys notice that? That's like a big thing on Twitter now, is that people being like, oh, I want him to blow out my back. Is that a thing you girls, like, are you really, are you guys looking to get your backs blown out? Are you literally looking to have back issues because of sex? It just, it's a fun turn of phrase. But like, I want to know, are you guys really wanting your backs to be blown out? (laughs) Like, Or do you just want like a... A, like a gentle back blowout, you know, or do you guys just want to be like jackhammered that I just realized might be crossing a line. I'm so sorry. You guys, it just, anyways, <laughs> I'm so tired anyways. So Kim is, uh, is, you know, she's saying, Oh, my back, my back hurts. And that is true. When I had COVID, my back really hurt. Um, she's like, I'm happy the kids are running around and happy. And now and can get out of this room and not quarantine any longer. And then new scene. We have the opening credits. doing... ding, da, 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 ding, 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 ding. And uh, Kim and Chloe are... T- Kim's like, oh my god, Chloe, your nails look amazing. And Corey's in the room with Chris and Courtney. And Corey's like, how you feel about this? Uh, how do you feel about this being the last season? Remember, Corey always really talks really softly, and it's usually something to do with like having sex with Chris. Like, I wanna, I wanna kiss your booty hole, Chris. And he's thick thighs. He's a thick thigh gentleman like myself. And sometimes he wears it well, and sometimes I'm like, Corey, what are you doing? He's like, uh, the, the thicker the thighs, the closer to Chris's vagina. <laughs> he's always just like, he's like, ooh. He's like, uh, on Real Housewives in New York, Leah McSweeney said, uh, only real men eat ass. Guess what? I'm a real man. he <laughs> And then he just winks at Chris. Ain't that right, Chris? (laughs) Corey's always hanging around. He just has no job. He's like the biggest loaf. Corey is literally like the kid that never went to college and stays with his parents. Corey's like, Chris is like, do you guys want to do, do you want to have any hobbies, Corey? He's like, my hobby is loving you. (laughs) I love you so much. What are you talking? I got a hobby loving you. (laughs) Corey, do you want to go hang out with your friends? You're my friend. (laughs) (laughs) You know Chris picks out his outfits too. You know it. Um, Corey, this is what you'll be wearing today? Okay. I can't wait to take it off and do things to you later. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, do you guys notice how Chris is starting to dress like Michael Jackson? It's all like epaulettes and like, I swear to God, she's going to be in military uniforms by the time the Hulu show comes around. Remember that? period of Michael Jack toward the end of his life where he started dressing like a a dictator of some sort, like the dictator of pop. Um anyway, so Corey's like, Yeah, you know, and Corey goes Cory goes, It's a blessing. It's a blessing that we were able to do this. And Chloe goes, You know what? I just wish I had been more present this last season And then all of a sudden they're having like three different conversations and like Corey's like, I want Kamala to win <laughs> So now they're talking about politics. It's really I I had to rewind it because I was like, am I hearing all of this? And then I realized, like, we're close to the election, I guess, during this. And Chris goes, oh, my God, you guys, where would you like to go if we had a long weekend? We are always known for our family trips on this show. And this will be the last one. And Corey goes, Lake Tahoe. And Courtney goes, I haven't been there since I've been 11. And then Courtney was like in charge of like making this seem like natural, but it's like so planted. She goes, Oh, one of my friends found this really cool Verbo, which I thought it was VRBO. It's like Airbnb, but you know. So she goes, It's 17,000 square feet, it's on Verbo. My friend just had sent it to me. Maybe that would be a good place. And Chris goes, the trips have been such a big part of the series the last 14 years. And then Chris goes, who should go on the trip? Who should go on the trip? Uh, Scott, Court, Corey. Corey's like, yeah. Uh, Kim, uh, the girls, Kendall, Kylie. And um, I wonder who's in charge of asking Kylie to go on these things. And if it's always Kylie's like um okay cool hey did you guys hear i'm a billionaire i don't need to do this shit it's like if, if if bill gates was a part of the family you wouldn't be like bill do you want to go to lake tahoe he's like uh i have 33 billion dollars i think i'm gonna skip the tahoe trip i'm gonna go work on these microchipped vaccines um i'm joking so um so chris is putting the list and chris goes you know what I also want to do a secret Santa and Courtney goes I don't know what that is <laughs> okay and cool. And, you know, Chris explains what a secret Santa is. And she's like, remember we did that for Kardashian Christmas one year? Folks, summer is just around the corner. So it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you the quality. Is great because Quince has all the seasonal must haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Guys, I am pleased to announce that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Um, If you listen to this podcast, you know that I take mental health very seriously. It's something I realize that I have to work at on a daily basis. Now, that might be uh, going out and exercising. Uh, It might be starting your own podcast so you can talk out loud, or it might be seeing industry professionals. And that's what BetterHelp does. BetterHelp will assess your needs and they're gonna match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. No, it's not a crisis line. It's not that. It's not self help. It's a professional counseling done securely online. Um, Now, I have visited many therapists over the years, and I have never tried one online until BetterHelp. And I have to tell you, it's amazing. I wish I had known about this years ago. Now, there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. In fact, during uh this past year it has been so impossible to see somebody in person um, but their service better help is available for clients worldwide you can log in To your account anytime you can send a message to your counselor and you will get a timely and thoughtful response plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions if you don't want somebody seeing your face if you're a little tired of the zoom you can even just do phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy you guys i when i used to have a job i would leave my job for my break rush over to my therapist, sit in the waiting room, (laughs) wait for my turn, go there, and then have to fight LA traffic all the way back to work. I don't have to do that any longer with BetterHelp. So BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. And I love this part. Uh, I love this part. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is even available. So BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash so bad. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Guys, I'm telling you, I do this. This means something to me. I know it could mean something to you. Please give it a shot. So, in fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So that means you can get somebody at a moment's notice. That is so important. Our mental health is so important. And this is just this is a great part. Special offer for so bad it's good listeners. You guys can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash so bad. That's betterhelp.com forward slash S-O-B-A-D. The one last thing I'll say is just go visit the website. Just do that one small step. I'm telling you, you're going to like what you see, and I think you'll take the next step to join. And it was like dildos. And I got to just say, I just want to point out, this was like, I wrote this down. I said, it is shocking, like to think about the history of this show and like how it started, even like in the spinoffs, like Courtney and, Courtney and Chloe take Miami like Chloe. Remember, she went to Miami and she was like a morning disc jockey. She was like talk radio in the morning, like, a you know, and that was huge for Chloe. Like that was considered as good as Chloe would get. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the pinnacle for Chloe. Like she was like, I can't believe this, this is my dream job. And now you look all these, you know, less than 10 years later, it just goes to show you you never know what life has in store for you. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, Chloe has exceeded everybody's expectations. I mean, I wish you would settle on a face and you know, Of course, you know, her body dysmorphia and confidence, which is, you know, she blames it on us and not, you know, the string of guys that have completely cheated on her and broken her trust. But yeah, it's our fault. Sure. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, it is shocking each one of these ladies, how they have managed to elevate and elevate not even a linear form. Like they've made leaps and bounds. It's wild. So um, uh, there's a new scene. And uh, Courtney comes in and Chloe's there and she's like, and Scott's there on his phone. And and, uh, Courtney's like, did you see the new issue of people? And it, it turns out it was like a high school project that Courtney had made that had like said people on it. And it just looked like pictures from her past, like super glued onto a paper that said people. And she's like, this was a project we had to do in high school. And, there were some like quotes in there and Chloe goes, you were a very deep young lady. And uh, Scott is just on his phone the whole time. And Courtney goes, I've always been a very deep young lady. And Chloe says, Oh my God, you guys let's do a time capsule for this show. And I was like, hell yeah. Do a time capsule. Cause I'm going to steal it. That's what the new oceans 11 movie is going to be about. Just me and a bunch of like my friends trying to get the time capsule or Breaking into the Kardashian storage center So I can get that big uh, Stormy head Stormy world That big inflatable That they 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 make They, they always blow it up for uh, Stormy's birthday And they've probably given Stormy A complete complex about her head Because it's like Giant size Like it's like Giant inflatable head of a baby It's like Yeah by the way Jax Cruise couchy that shit Like let me get a giant Oh my god if they have Cruz cello one day, I'm going to freak out. Um, but I've always like fantasized. I was like, where do they store this shit? You know, there's a Kardashian storage, like center somewhere in Calabasas that just stores all this shit. Like I want to break into that place and get this time capsule. So Chloe's like, Oh my God, I'm going to take production told me to do this, but I'm going to make like, act like I just came up with the idea. Let's do a time capsule. And I, I got to say, Chloe has a talking head in this episode that looks insane. It, it doesn't look good. And I'm not talking fashion. It's just like the makeup and the nose. It just it's it's weird. Um, and Chloe goes, oh, my God. And we'll bury it on my new property next to mom. And uh, they call a uh, rain facetimes rain. Remember, he's the little Mowgli kid that Courtney and Scott birthed. He's just a wild little kid. You can just tell he's like the he's like the conjuring Annabelle, but like rain rain. and rain goes. Hi, I and he goes, I just farted. Can you hear? And Kurt goes, no, but thanks for telling me. But like that's this little monster will just call his parents go. I just farted. Can you hear? Like, come on, man. Come on, dude. Let's let's come on. Let's put some rules in place. Court, let's do this. Maybe Travis can lay down this. No, he definitely Travis cannot. Alabama. You guys need to look up Travis Barker's daughter, Alabama, if you haven't already. You will be shocked. And let me just remind you, she's like 16 years old, not like 35 like she looks. So new scene, Court and Chris, they're looking at pictures. And uh, she's like, I invited Mom over to come look through some photo albums to see what we want to include in the time capsule. And Chris goes, this is such a happy time. And she was sh- she's showing pictures of Kanye's wedding. And then we get a Scott and Court, what looked like a prom pick, And Chris says, oh, my God, it would be so amazing, Court, if you wound up with Scott. He just fits in so well with us. He said he loves you. And uh, Court goes, he's a talker. He's a talker. Which this is what we're talking about. Like, I don't like Courtney, but I do think we should listen to her more in regards to Scott. And Courtney in a talking head goes, it's frustrating because we have had our own private talks, me and Scott. And he knows what he has to do for me to even take him seriously. But I don't want it to become a combo all the time with my family. So I just brush it off or laugh it off. And that is, and by the way, she's horrible at that. That's why it's always like this weird kind of awkward. Where she goes, ha, 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 ha. So new scene, we have uh, uh, Kim and Scott looking through clothing racks. And we find out these are all Kim's old clothing that she's worn everywhere. And it's, it's, it's wild. What she's done, you guys, is she's put a photo of each one of these of her outfit um, when she wore it on the the, the dress zipper bag. And it, it, it's like, wow, she says she's stored every outfit she's ever worn. And I'm just like, damn, that is crazy. Like there will be a Kardashian museum one day. Think about that. Um, Kim thinks it's such a cute idea that we are doing this time capsule and she wants to find a memento to put in it. And she's like, "This is my Balmon, my Balmon. Is it Balmain or Balm. This is my Balmon rack." And uh, she shows us an outfit from Court and Kim Take New York season two. Uh, she saved every look, every event ever. She loves going through it. It's a walk down memory lane. Here is uh, what she wore on her trip to Rome with Kanye, and it's so special to see it. You know what I wanted to see was that what time they went to the Met Ball when Kim was, like, so pregnant, and she looked like a gigantic couch. It was not—it was just, like, wild. I wish we had seen that. She's like, I wear this to Tao, my birthday at Tao. This is what I wore for the Fendi campaign. And then Scott finds a box of her old fra- fragrances, and she's like, oh, my God. Um, oh, my God, uh, my fragrances, I'm going to pick my first fragrance and put that in the time capsule. And um, she's like, that is important to me because it is the first thing that I did without my sisters. And we have a flashback of the fight at Dash when all our sisters were fighting uh, with Kim because of this. You know, they were like, don't take our name. She's like, don't even worry about it. But she said, this was a huge deal for me. This was my first business venture and that and the Ray J tape. And, um, but I think that's kind of cool, you know, like you just it really does. It's got to be mind blowing to these ladies to think how far they've all come, like from these like cheap little chintzy, you know, perfumes and tummy teas to what they're dealing with now is just wild. So we're in a new scene. We're at Chris's Palm Springs mansion. Uh, it's Corey and Chris and Tristan Thompson. And um, they're joking about him being traded to the Clippers. And Chris is like, we have two teams in this city. Come on. And Chris goes, we got a campaign for you to get you on the on the Lakers. And, uh, you know, Chloe goes, you know, it has been really nice to have Tristan here during the pandemic. and But, but we want him happy. We want him, you know, he's not going to play for Cleveland anymore. We want him happy. And he goes, yeah, I've been for the the Cavaliers for nine years. This is the first time as a free agent. And uh, Chris says, you know, would you sell your Cleveland house? He's like, yeah, you know. Uh, We find out LeBron James is thirty six, and Tristan's only twenty six, so he has ten years left. He's got a long time. So, uh, but this is part of like Tristan's like I'm a nice guy campaign. You know what I'm saying? Um. So we're in this next scene. Um, we are on the private plane to Lake Tahoe with Chloe, Chris, Kendall, all the kids, Kim, and one last family trip for the show. Chris says, you know, it's a part of this series that we have done every year and people expect it to from us. And I'm like, do we? Um, I do got to remember. Do you remember that one trip where they all let Tyga go? Remember when Tyga, a grown man, was dating, like, 17-year-old, like, Kylie Jenner? It is fascinating what, like, I don't know, you know? I imagine if I ever had a daughter, I wouldn't dig my daughter dating somebody, Scott say, I wouldn't dig, you know, uh, my daughter dating somebody my age, you know what I'm saying? Now I'm just, like, making up a fake daughter in my head, but, like, it just, and, and, like, they did that, like, that was, that was Kylie's first love, was Tyga. Tyga has one hit song like Tyga like t- like I wonder if Kylie like when she donates to charity that charity is Tyga you know um, Tyga of course being the one that Rack City bitch Rack Rack City it a bitch Rack Rack City so if like you went to see a Tyga concert you'd be like will you play Rack City again? could you play it 10 more times? I sometimes wish we'd normalize that when we get back to going to concerts, like popular bands, like play your hit song at the beginning and then play it at the end too. I want to hear your hit song two times. That's how much I want to hear songs that I know, you know? So yeah, they're flying on their private jet and there's flashback of all the trips. And we find out Tristan is in Boston. He got traded to the Boston Celtics. So Tristan and true are not here and uh yeah he signed with the celtics there's a lot of change a lot of unknowns chloe says uh, we also find out this is the first time we find out that you know chloe and chris they are building the houses next to each other but i guess the contractor of the house has stolen these houses from them and it turns out the contractor had a 35 page rap sheet i didn't want to go with him, but mom wanted to still use him chloe says and we fired him because he was trying to steal from chloe chloe says and so the contractor left with our deed and money and we now cannot go on the property and we can't even take him to court now due to covid and we're trying to do mediation but it just sucks which is just like holy shit you guys this is what i say mo money more problems right because like how is that all not like on the up and up from like day one from the jump the fact that Chris and Chloe are getting, like, rubed like this, it just, that 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 is so bizarre. It almost makes me allegedly think Chris is in, like, drug dealing or something. It's like, how does this even happen? Um, new scene, uh, they pull up to this uh, huge 17,000 square feet cabin. Uh, Verbo or V-R-B-O, there's a huge sign on the door. They're a little product placement there. Uh, we find out that Kylie is going to meet later. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, Kylie's like, I'll stop by for an hour because like a private jet trip for her is like nothing. She's like, yeah, you know what? Leave an extra plate out. Maybe I'll come for dinner. And so Kim's uh, gets in there and there's immediately all this food on the table. And she's like, no, no. I am seeing too much food. I'm going to take all this away. And she starts hiding the food. She's like, I have gained 15 pounds. I just, I want to go to my room. I just want to go to my room. And she's just really loudly complaining. And Chloe says, she's struggling with a relationship. And sometimes you take things out on other things like food. When it's about your relationship, Chloe is just like such a self-help book these days. It's really annoying. Um, And, Chloe goes what's with you and Kanye what, what is going on And she's like there's no fighting now It's all calm and I just Roll with it And so then We get this flashback And Chloe goes, before we left, Kanye and her had a huge fight. And there's this flashback with Kendall, Courtney, Kylie, Chloe, all in a room. And Kim is crying. Kim is bawling. She's like, I honestly can't do this anymore. I am stuck. I feel stuck for years with him. And he moves to a different state every year. I mean, he's an amazing dad, but I can't do this. And I think Kylie goes, he'll be better without you. Um, He'll, you know, trust me, he'll be better without you there. You don't need to feel guilty about that. And she goes, he deserves someone that supports his every move. (laughs) And then she goes, it's my third fucking marriage. I'm a loser. And that I'm a loser to me is the most bone chilling statement out of Kim because it zeroes in on the whole point is that she cares so much. She cares. She cares that all of a sudden now she's three time loser at love. And that's a bad image, you know? I mean, she's poor at choice, like decisions. When I, when I, I mean, I still, I hate this part of my, is that, you know, you make this, there's a really strong argument to be made that I don't make good choices. Like that sucks and it's probably in your head, but it sucks, you know? But she goes, "Uh, I wanna be happy, you know, but I can't just move every year. I have to take care of the kids. Kylie is actually tearing up during this whole thing. And it's like this really small scene, but it is the best scene of the entire episode because it's real. And you start to see, you're like, oh, wow, okay, so, you know, the the I've been done for years kind of thing, like I've been just kind of waiting for years and stuck for years. That stuck for years comment, that's a very, really strong use of a word, stuck. I've been stuck for years. And I don't know. Like, it seems like Kanye is insanely love with Kim. Some. I just dropped my notes. Kanye obviously is insanely love with Kim. But he's obviously. There's a lot of issues going on with Kanye. And I think Kanye is. He views himself and is an artist. He'll tell us that every day. But he is that guy that I'll move to Wyoming and just build a compound. So. And I think. You know, his marriage falling apart probably didn't help, you know, when you're not taking your meds. I mean, it probably, I don't know. So I don't want to speculate, but that's kind of what I do. And I hope we find out more information. Eventually, I hope to find out from Kanye's side. And I'm really thankful, and I'm sure the family is thankful that he has not tweeted about this. But remember when he was like attacking even Chris, like Chris Chris Jong Un? like, Kanye has some good barbs when he gets angry. Um, so we had this huge scene, and so she goes, hey, you know, there's we're not fighting now. Everything's just what it is. She's just rolling with it. So a new scene, Chris is on the phone with Richard, her attorney, and she's like, we have to be a little more aggressive with this house situation. It's going to cost him a fortune to settle this. And they're filing liens against the properties. And Chloe says, my mom and me are so over this. And I'm like, Chloe, you thank God Chris is your mom. Because I don't think Chloe would know the first thing to what to do in this situation. Whereas Chris is like, I'll just kill him. I'll just kill the man. I will pay to have him killed. Like, it's like Carol Baskin, that shit. She's like, I will get a tiger and he will, that tiger will eat the contractor. It's going to be that easy. Um, And Chloe's like, we need our money back, or we need our houses. Thank you, Chloe. Uh, There's snow on their balcony, and there's this great shot of North just eating the snow. And it's like, wow, North. Stars, they're just like us. Um, Scott and Court and the kids are out on the balcony, and Scott's like, you know, we sleep. We sleep in a different bed, you know, a bedroom. Sometimes it takes more energy to not be together. That's my Scott. I, I really like my Scott disc imitation. And Rain is there, the little Mowgli monster, and he's just babbling. And in fact, I know that because I ha- I always leave the uh, the closed captioning on, and it just says Rain babble, Rain babbles as Courtney eats a pomegranate. And Courtney's like, "Taste this, Scott. It's life changing." And Scott's like, "Wow. It's like little grapes. Little grapes." Uh, New scene, they're all on a bus to go ice skating. And Kendall's there. And I always like, now that Kendall came out as a huge stoner, like a a couple years ago, I always wonder if, like, I try to look for, like, I wonder if Kendall blazed right before this. She's like, little puff puff before I go skate with the fam. Um, Chloe is, we, we find out, is filming things. She's like a director, and she's like, When we dig it, I'm going to, I'm going to interview this entire family and I'm going to put that in the, uh, the, the little treasure thing they're putting together, um, that they're going to hide. What the fuck? Anyways. So, uh, she's interviewing them one-on-one and she's like, you know, you guys might see on the show like one minute we're going to do a couple hour interviews and that raw footage will just be fascinating in 20 years. Oh, time capsule. When we dig this up. And she goes, Kindle, what are your takeaways from the show? And she's like, you know, I don't know if I know anything but the show. So I don't know what not having the show is like, he's like, where will you be when you're 40? And she's like, well, I want to have two kids, a boy and a girl, but I'll take whatever I can get. And Chloe goes, I love you, Kindle." Uh, new scene: Court Courtney is being interviewed and uh, by Chloe, and she's like, "What's your favorite song, Courtney?" And she goes, "WAP," and and then Chloe's like, "What does it stand for?" And she's like, "Wet ass pussy." Thank you. Um, and uh, Chloe is scaring North, and is like, "Oh my God, North! A bear is right behind you!" And Northy is running, and it's like, Chloe, don't ever do that, because. You just got bad juju on yourself, where a bear will eat you eventually for doing that to poor North. Uh, new scene: Kim and Corten, and Tristan. Oh, Kim and Courtney called Tristan on Facetime, and Kim's like, "It's your favorite sisters." And I gotta tell you, Kim has been so—I don't want to say flirty, but so smiley with Tristan lately. It really bothers me, and it's like, okay. I mean, I don't think there's anything there, but it is weird. It's like, I just don't see how she, I don't know. Like, how have I not, I I can't forgive Tristan. How's Kim? Um, uh, So they're like, oh my God, your girl Chloe has been scaring the shit out of kids, Tristan. And um, Courtney goes, how is Boston? I once got accepted to Boston University, but my dad wouldn't let me go there. And they're like, have you met your teammates? And he's like, and she goes, Court goes, how's the vibe with the Celtics? And he's like, you know, everyone wants to hang out. You know, I miss, I miss, I miss the, I miss Chloe. And uh, what's her name? Oh, true. I miss true too. Um, and I do have to wonder though, if there is an aspect of Tristan when he has to go to Boston by himself, where he's almost scared even of himself and what he'll do. Like, I wonder, like, it's easier to not cheat he knows when he's with Chloe. But I do wonder if he gets scared when Chloe's not there. Because he's like, I honestly do not think I can control myself. I'm not even joking. Like, I, I wonder if that shit goes through his mind. So, Kim says, uh, you know, I did get to see how Chloe and Tristan got so close during this. They spent each day together. And... Uh, Kim says, Tristan, you know, Chloe's just in a rental right now because of this whole housing situation. It should be easy to get her up there into Boston. And he's like, yeah, you know, we'd watch Netflix, have hot chocolate and cuddle. And he's like, feel free to give Chloe that extra push. And then Courtney goes, love you. Go Celtics. Um, New scene, Chris is uh, all of a sudden we have this other game. Chris is like, all right, guys, I have this game we're gonna do. It's a scavenger hunt we created with the crew representing the entirety of the show. And they split up into teams four against three. And so what they're doing is they have this list of things that they'll have to go find a prop to kind of represent that scene. So, you know, there was one of like Scott there was a scene in a season where Scott imitated a scene from the notebook, so on a ladder. So like Corey took a photo on a ladder that was supposed to represent that. So it's, you know, it's like supposed to like visually key us in and make us so they can do like little flashback scenes. And we were like, oh my God, look at these memories. Um, So it's significant moments from the shows. And um, the first question is, Kim buys this anniversary gift for a guy she was dating i think that the question was and she's like oh i was dating reggie bush or no kim buys this anniversary gift in the first episode and kim's like who was i dating reggie oh i bet it was a calendar i made for him um so they take a picture of that uh chloe there's something with a stripper uh, what was chloe's addiction it was coffee and like they had all this flashback of chloe going chillax chillax uh, the Scott romance movie, like I said, the him uh, reenacting the notebook. Um, they find a notebook to take a picture of. Uh, you know, what was Scott's unique fashion assess- accessory, which is like a, ca- a cane. Courtney says, it's so impressive. It's so impressive. We remember so much about the show. Is it impressive, Courtney? It's literally your what you lived. Is it impressive? Uh, the one episode where Chris posed naked with a flag. So we have Chris doing that again. Not naked, but just with the flag. They recreate that. Um, the car accident in Montana when Chloe lost control at the wheel. So Chloe takes a picture in the car of herself driving. Uh, the episode when Chris decided to build a chicken coop. By the way, if you guys do not even watch The Kardashians, I could just be reading these off and made, totally making them up. You're like, I'm like Chris, you know, deciding to build that nuclear weapon. That was a great episode. Uh, you know, uh, when Courtney gutted that guy. Um, Chris goes, "Oh my god, this is going to be close. Both teams are very competitive." Um, a new scene. Chris says, uh, "It's good that I'm not doing this while I'm drinking." <laughs> Chris loves her drinky, drinky, drinky. Oh my God. But see, this, I want to see Chris and Kathy Hilton. That's all I think now. Um, we find out Kim got the first question wrong. It wasn't Reggie Bush. She got an anniversary gift of a stripper pole, I believe, for uh, her and Caitlin, for Chris and Caitlin. Yeah, baby. Which I wasn't the answer on any of these. What about old Caitlin? I, Caitlin would have cleaned up in this scavenger hunt. Where's uh Where's my Where's my mini putt putt and my helicopters Yeah Um Chloe says it's so fun to take a walk down memory lane Is it Is it Chloe Um Corey is up on a ladder like I said for the notebook uh, We have a flashback of the scene with Kim hitting uh, the sisters with the purse. A scene with Chloe naked in the bathtub with Candy, the scene with Courtney doing face yoga. This is so many flashbacks. Kim says, we are faced with the competition. We get really crazy as sisters. Kim's team loses by two points, you guys. And Kim goes, good win, good win. So new scene, Chloe is interviewing Scott for her little uh, time capsule film and She goes, who would you say is your best friend? he's like, you know, court, Uh, you know, even when she's not so nice to me. But, you know, she's always the love of my life. And uh, he goes, all the glitz and all the glam, it really means nothing, you know. That's, you know, the key to life is happiness. And you can't buy that. And Chloe's like, wow, that's deep. And he's like, TTFM, ta-ta for now. My voice is pretty raw so i can't do it as well as i want to do that as as well as i know i can do the scott Disick voice so new scene kim is telling chloe about lawyer stuff in regards to her house he's like um you know the reason they can't do this is the law community is very during COVID, blah 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 and she's like i studied the baby bar and so i'm gonna let you know about property And so um and then kim goes Also, Chloe, we talked to Christian, uh, Courtney, and he wants you to move there full time. And Chloe's like, that's great. I want to, but True has her whole life here. I just can't take her to Boston. Maybe if it was a different year, but it's COVID. I just, I can't do it. I can't move her. And she's going to be wondering why she's in a condo. Instead of some fat ass mansion. She didn't say that fat ass mansion bar, but that's what Chloe's meaning. Kim says, well, he was so used to you being there every day. And now that's taken away from him. Like Kim, like, what are you saying? Like he's going to cheat. Chloe says, you know, COVID was good for us. And I'm sure that Tristan is thinking what will happen with us. And Kim says, I think it's an adjustment for him. Of course. I, and Chloe's like, I get it. He's there by himself. I'm open to the idea of me and Tristan being together. But, you know, True even keeps asking questions like, why am I in this house? And where is my dad? And who are you? What face is this? Um, new scene. They're all eating. And this is the Secret Santa scene where Chris is like, you know, just gifts that would be sentimental from the last 20 seasons. Chris has Kim and gives her cubic zirconia earrings. Chris is like, so you won't lose them in the ocean. <laughs> or when you do, it won't matter because they're just cubic zirconium. And they, they uh, do a flashback of the I lost my diamond earrings. And then Courtney going, people are dying, Kim. Um, Kim gives Corey a baseball signed by Kim because they both loved that episode with softball. Chloe gets an inflatable pool because her and Courtney watched the water birth. Uh, Scott gave uh, Chris an uh, uh, art by Art Vanderlei. Remember, there was like multiple episodes about Art Vanderlei. Scott was trying to do a punk and just was so annoying. I lost my mind watching those episodes and they kept doing them each season. I'm like, this is not, this is so painful, you know? And Chloe goes, oh my God, Jennifer Lawrence wanted that one, Scott. Remember, J-Law is like friends with all these people. So Courtney got a 14-karat gold necklace that says love from Corey. And Corey goes, I imagine all all the future you're going to give Scott Disick. And Courtney goes, Corey. And Chris goes, that was nice, babe. Um, So basically, Corey was just like Corey's even pushing the Scott relationship. And Court says in a talking head, we've had a lot of private combos. He knows what I would need to do to even consider this. Uh, Kindle's gift person isn't there who it's Kylie because remember Kylie's a billionaire and Kindle says, you know, I get, I get so nervous giving and receiving gifts. So I am okay not to, uh, to do this, you know, like I am totally fine. And remember, Kindle has very bad anxiety, I guess. Um, which, you know, we all do in a way, but, she doesn't like giving and receiving gifts and okay so new scene the last scene kim comes in her nipples are so hard she's like all done up but her nipples are hard and north follows her in and i'm like put those away kim and and they're like no north this is grown-up talk it's court chloe and kim and so the girls are now pressuring court about her and scott and court goes me and scott have had so many private combos over the years um And she goes, we talk to to other people, like, when we talk to other people, he'll say it's my fault. And everyone thinks we should get married. And she goes, does everyone believe every word he's saying? And this is the deal. Like, this is, I feel like there's a whole thing here that we're not getting because Courtney's kind of protecting him in a weird way because he's the father of her kids. But it's like there is, it's not just Courtney not wanting. There's a real reason here, I believe. And I hope in the final episode we see what it is. We hear what it is. Um, Kim says, it's a burden, you're saying? And Kim says, okay, are you going to live your life like this? Is this what you're doing? And Kim says, I need an answer, Courtney. What is going to happen with you guys? And this is, like, a little setup, though, for the final one, I feel. Like, I don't feel this was, like, really a genuine scene. Kim was being so intense. So it's to be continued. And next week, you guys, is the series finale of this show. We get a scene with Tristan and Kim, Scott and Court, Chris and Kim. We, we see Kim crying and uh, telling Chris— or No, we see Chris crying when Kim's telling her about the divorce to Kanye. And Kim goes, I didn't come this far to come this far and not be happy. So that's a chilling line Um, Um, I don't know you guys I uh, am very Very interested to see what this last episode looks like And it just It kind of seems like they're giving up in a way Uh, I mean in terms of making this really special Because it just I think it's just going to be like kind of a normal episode I mean they're obviously not going to tie anything up Because they're going to the Hulu thing But we'll see We'll see so you guys, thank you so much for this week. You made all of my dreams come true. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you have the best flipping weekend ever. I hope you get it, spending with family, with friends, eating good food and drinking good drinks and hanging with your kids. And um, thank you for allowing me, into, allowing me into your lives. And I will talk to you again on Monday. Bye, you guys. Betches.